0: Welcome to Balance. I'm Daniel and I'm here with Katie and we are going to chat with you a bit today about coping specifically with children in the house during this pandemic situation that we're all in.
1: Yeah, for those of you that don't know us um, very well, we've got four kids ages four, six, eight, and 10. So uh, we've been dealing with this, as many parents have, um, for the last few weeks. Uh, This week for us, we've started doing schoolwork with them uh, from specifically their school and from their teachers. So there's just been a lot of changes over the last few weeks. And we just wanted to talk through how we've been coping and um, how everybody else could possibly cope with these things.
0: Yeah, so we've, uh, I guess, entered now week number Four. Four yeah so it 's almost a month, and uh, I think at least in our position in a lot of people 's position, initially, this was laid out as a best case scenario of actually our kids being back at school this week. Um, mm-hmm. It started with um, basically their march break at school, um, which we were all prepared and used to having a week off uh, with them, although in our case, we had the kids enrolled in a camp, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was cancelled so uh they have been home. Um, we've had bouts in and out of being stir-crazy here and there, but uh, there are a lot of strategies and approaches we've taken and that we're growing with with each passing day and with each expectation mm-hmm. of where this might be going to try to set ourselves up for not necessarily success, but the best of a bad situation and uh, and kind of minimize future surprises because every day does bring new facts and fears and questions and all that from all of us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think what I'd like to do is just start off with a couple of things that we are working on right now and we haven't perfected yet, at least in my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. The first one being having the news on uh, just in the background a lot. We don't do it too much, but I think we can definitely minimize that. We have this crazy COVID-19 channel on our TV in the upstairs bedroom that like goes through the stats for each country, which is very interesting, but our children are older too have become somewhat obsessed with and um I just don't think it's as good to have them exposed to that all the time yeah
0: i I think there's a fine line between keeping our kids aware and informed and mm-hmm. having you know real conversations about what's happening and that, yeah, it's like a, it's an all day ticker
1: yeah.
0: that just lists deaths and cases and recoveries and there's charts and the visuals are all very informative once a day mm-hmm. <laughs> for us, maybe. But at the same time, when it becomes almost something to make light of or something that just kind of is mm-hmm. that's always there and we've got kids, you know, predicting where there's going to be a death next. And yeah. things like that, that doesn't, that's not the message we want them to have. And and although in some respects it is the new normal that we're all living in right now, there is mm-hmm. definitely a cap, especially on that for what yeah. they should be exposed and what we should be exposed to. What we to. should
1: be exposed to. Yeah, I think we've done, we've done some minimizing of the news, um, but still there's days where I will keep the news on all day. Um, But I think for the most part, if you do want to be updated, we've got headphones. We can just stick them in our ears and do a quick news update. I mean, the news is running 24 hours a day with the same thing. So even Mm -hmm. if you don't catch it live from Justin Trudeau or whoever leader, whatever leader you're listening to, um, you will catch it at whatever news opportunity you have to listen to.
0: Yeah, I, I, I find too, if you are going to be keeping up each day, the nature of the news when it is a prime minister or a mayor or a premier Mm. talking generally it's not positive but it's a lot more reassuring and it's more messaging to everybody versus headlines about numbers of deaths and shortages because they're focused on keeping people calm and that's a good it's a good message that if you are going to have it on in the background or if you are going to watch something during the day where your kids might be around, I'd much sooner have them watching something that is a message of positivity Mm -hmm. Um, or at least, you know, where are we going from here? And it's not always rainbows and all that because it's a crappy situation, but that's way better than having, you know cbc or cnn or ctv news channel just going with that red bar at the bottom that says breaking 25 new deaths at this nursing home or something like that um
1: yeah because i think kids also internalize things a lot more than we think they do mm -hmm. and they're not quick to ask questions when they hear these things they do take it in and i think sometimes they need to be um you know just approached and asked if they do have any questions about everything that's going on i think that's important and that's something another thing that i wouldn't mind starting to do since we're all tending to eat meals at the same time now i mean we've always tried to eat dinner at the same time but now more than ever we're definitely keeping to that and um you know if if we just kind of casually bring it up not not in a serious tone but just you know does anybody have any questions today that kind of thing might help them get out their, their questions that they might have been keeping in. I don't know. Yeah. Just a thought.
0: Yeah. Well, and and I think that's useful on an individual basis too because the kids, depending on how many kids you have and how different they might be in age or just in sensitivity, you know, the way we talk to them might be different. I think there's definitely messages we should share with everybody that might resonate more with our 8- and 10-year-old than it does with our 4-year-old. Yeah. But... If, like you said, like if, if we've got kids or if there's kids, if we've got kids, if mm-hmm. kids of ours are internalizing stuff or they have things that maybe they're embarrassed to ask or scared about and they don't want to talk about it in front of everybody. You know, I think the theme here is we've got so much time now where yeah. we're home with them. Take five minutes each day or whenever you think it might be appropriate and just see if anybody wants to talk or ask questions in a in a serious way. Mm hmm. Um, like I know, yeah. I know one of our kids historically, not with this, but has held, well, probably all of our kids, but I know situations where we've sat down with one of our kids who's had questions and things that are just out of nowhere, you know, bringing on some fear and upset feelings and all yeah. those. And when you can just sit them down and talk it through, it's still a tough conversation, but you want to do that rather than pretending it's not there or making light of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And I think that will also encourage them to feel, f- feel open to speak to you about other things too, hopefully down the road. But even Sarah, our six-year-old, um, asked me one day, um, what happens if you get COVID-19 and then you don't come home? Like, And that's like a scary thought that's going on in her head. And I can't imagine, I'm thinking to myself, like how long was she thinking that before she actually asked me that question? And just the thought of like her mom or dad catching COVID-19 and somehow just not ever coming home. Mm-hmm. Like that's so scary for a kid yeah. to be even thinking that. So it's important that they're able to get their thoughts out. And sometimes kids need a little bit of a nudge to do that.
0: Yeah. And we are the authority to our kids. Mm -hmm. Right. Like they'll see the news and all that, but they'll look to us for validation of what they heard.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like we are the ones who have all the answers, whether we do or whether we don't. You know, when you can be reassuring and calm and real.
1: Yeah.
0: With them, it just it lets you know what they're thinking, but it also makes sure that they're not holding on to things that maybe you could help address and it's okay in this situation to not know everything too so i don't want to feel like i always have the answer like when's this going to be over is kind of the common when am i going back to school is summer camp going to happen you know when can i see my friends again all that stuff The answer is we don't know, right? The answer is we can take a page out of the books of those people who reassure us, you know, politicians and all that and say, you know, everybody's doing everything they can to make sure we're all safe. Mm -hmm. And when we know that that's the case, then we'll have more information. But in the meantime, let's use the time we have to you know, be productive and make each other happy and still get things done, right? So I think that segues into how we are using our time Mm -hmm. (laughs) when we're here. Um, It's been interesting. I think we've kind of had peaks and valleys. You were talking about the good and the bad and where we could still use some work. I think we got out of the gate on a pretty good run by, you know, Mm homeschooling and building a really good schedule and really taking it seriously um, to make sure that all four of them are keeping up with some degree of education and routine and schedule.
1: Yeah, I find now that the teachers have provided work, it's become a lot more disjointed because we were tag teaming it for the last couple of weeks where we took, you know, the two older ones were together and the two younger ones were together and we were able to find activities and lessons that could appeal to both both of them or each of them, um, but now that they've got individual work, um, they're all on four separate laptops and just trying to figure that all out has been, I think, a challenge this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everybody just has bad days and good days, and even us. Like I feel like this past week, like I, have just like there's just one day yesterday where I was just like exhausted and I had no idea why, but I just couldn't even try to be productive it was just but I think you're just gonna have those days because you're in this thing where you've never experienced it before and you've probably got a lot of questions that you're dealing with on your in your own head yeah um and so that's that's kind of like but definitely establishing a routine and a schedule has been something that has helped us allow you know we do start school and I say that in air quotes, air quotes, quotes. air quotes happening, (laughs) um, for like around nine o'clock. But, you know, that just allows us to kind of set out the day, I think, um, and and know what, and and our kids know what to expect too, which I think is helpful.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, that's where, I mean, I've last week got a little frustrated because as, and if we fell off our schedule, Mm Mm-hmm it tells everybody else it's okay to fall off the schedule or it tells everybody else that it's not as serious as we made it. Like, it's not like when school is on, Mm -hmm. if teachers or principals aren't feeling like it, they just start school at 10. Right. So we can't do that either. And so I think we just need to be aware that we've put this together, not just for our kids benefit, but for our own benefit and sanity and to, like you said earlier today, to give us a reason to get out of bed in the morning, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It's, it's key to have not just a schedule for ourselves but to have our kids really bought into what the day looks like
1: yeah and even like even though like our school time might not be filled with school work like it's still just an opportunity for us as a family maybe to play a game with a couple of the kids or or do something that is together um, because then that allows us to have separate time to do our own work (laughs) during the day in theory in theory but for the most part they've understood those boundaries, I think like they're not really asking us to play a game when you know it's supposed to be mommy and daddy's work time mm-hmm. like they they understand that um and and that's been good from that perspective i think
0: yeah well it's it's a balance of us being able to have some fun, us making sure they're still keeping their minds active, you know staying physically active has been a port an important and you know it's not difficult, it's just different, right? Like we mm-hmm. can't necessarily go to the well we can't go to the park, yeah, but we can go on a walk or we can go in the backyard, or we can do like every day now, our youngest, Charlotte, she did something in her kindergarten class called Mindful Moments mm-hmm. which is like a meditation exercise, and she leads us in one of those every day, right before lunch. Which is really good. I mean, whether or not the older kids are taking it fully seriously, I think it's it's a healthy thing to do. It makes her feel important. It is a nice known thing each day. Um and it is a good thing to do. Yeah. I mean I do it. I
1: Yeah, I, no, it's great. I think it's really good. Um and then and then just for the kids' perspective, just keeping in contact with their friends. Um, depending on the age I think it can be really challenging Um, we don't have our kids aren't old enough yet to have phones Um, so the connections can be difficult because you're having to go through the parents to access the kids (laughs) and you know most most parents are more than willing to you know make that connection but there's different apps you can use we've started using the messenger kids on Facebook Um, so some parents have Um, also joined that so our older two are able to connect with their cousins or their friends Um, but even our four and six year old last night did a zoom call with um, Charlotte's uh, kindergarten class Sarah who's in grade one knows some of the kids from her kindergarten (laughs) years yeah so she got in there but uh, Charlotte was happy she was in there because she was a little nervous Nervous, at first but it was so cute and those are the moments and that's the thing like those are the moments you want to remember and when we come out of this I think in my mind if we can come out of it like and then you know 10 years from now we, we talk about it like oh my gosh do you remember when we were quarantined for three months or whatever it's going to be who knows but like and hopefully you can recall A lot of positive that came from that experience versus like oh my god we were so miserable and it was the worst three months of my life it was Mm -hmm. more like you know like remember when you did a zoom call with your friends like I think that's something like Charlotte's talking out of this morning when am I gonna get to do another one like those are the little moments that I think the kids are gonna remember and we just have to keep and, and and even connecting with, um, you know, the moms, like it it is work to do. It doesn't just come. And I think a lot of times I see other parents or other, you know, uh, people on Facebook or Instagram, like posting pictures of their kids doing something or connecting with their friends. And I'm like... Oh, they make it look so easy, but it, it it's not easy for anybody. You actually have to do it. You've got to get the parents on board. You've got to, you know, send out that Zoom ID or whatever it is. And I know it sounds really stupid, but it is extra work. And if you're if you you got to be willing to put in the extra work, it's it's definitely worth it. I guarantee you. Like I had to pull Charlotte out of the bath early mm-hmm. because I knew this call was going to be happening and you know, part of me was like, "Oh, I'm, should I even bother?" But I'm so happy I did because now she has this memory, um, which she's been really now she's really excited for.
0: It's it's created just a new opportunity for all of us to do things that maybe in the past we've convinced ourselves we don't have the time for. Mm -hmm. And this is very much a point in time. This might be the point in time that all of us remember From our lives where that massive event happened, you know, like this is the, I don't know what to call it, you know, like everybody's got at least one life changing Mm -hmm. historical thing that happened, right? Mm -hmm. And we're in it right now and you can take it in a poor me, what am I going to do perspective or you can make the most out of it. And that's not to downplay how difficult this is. And that's definitely not to say you need to be productive every day i saw an interesting thing online where people share all sorts of stuff and sayings and quotes and guidance and we're doing that right now right Mm. and somebody had said something like listen if you can't be productive now basically i'm paraphrasing but basically like what's wrong with you Mm. right and somebody else responded to that saying you don't have like you don't need to use every minute of your day now and make this an excuse to write the next great american novel right you're allowed to not feel okay all the time during this and you're allowed to ask for help or to be by yourself or to try to be by yourself um, the irony is we're in self-isolation where we're broken off from so much of the world and I've never felt more surrounded by people in I my know. entire but life then, but
1: then there's people that don't have anybody around right. them, and they're feeling the opposite way so all of us are dealing with this in such different ways depending on our circumstances and you're right like I even I, I think taking breaks from social media is important too because you do see how productive at least from the looks of it (laughs) and everybody knows that everybody you know puts up the greatest picture and then in reality it's everything is falling apart around like behind the scenes so you know don't beat yourself up if you see somebody or like a team on this like fabulous zoom call where apparently they've changed the world and you feel like you have to do the same thing like nobody everybody's dealing with it as best they can,
0: exactly,
1: and do what makes you feel good.
0: Yeah, connect with people. I do think regardless of what you're connecting with or how often, you do need people to connect with and to communicate with, especially if you're on your own or, you know, if you're feeling lonely or whatever. Even if you're not, communication and, you know, not physical distancing (laughs) or sorry, like not being distant socially socially when you're, you know, be physically distant, but not socially distant. I think social distancing is the wrong word. Physical distancing, fine, but stay connected with people. And it doesn't matter what it is, you know, whether we right now, you know, once a week, we do a game night on video with Mm -hmm. a couple of other couples, which is really fun. And the stuff that I'm sharing online is not it's not definitely the opposite of helpful tips or things like that. Like I put a picture of a bacon stain on my pants yesterday, or a raccoon with no eyes that oh visited gosh. our house yesterday. Oh my I
1: don't want to think about that. Like gives me nightmares.
0: <laughs> this is what happens when we're all in our houses. Is the the no eyes raccoons roam the streets? They're taken over outside. Um, and that, that kind of goes back to one more thing with the kids, not the eyeless raccoon. But <laughs> even they're, they're still talking about that this morning. They didn't know it had no eyes, thank God. But, yeah, is... you know, there's a really, we've talked about fine lines. There's a fine line between having fun with this and making fun of this. Mm. And I think we have to try as hard as we can to have as much fun with each other and keep fear to a minimum with our kids but not at the expense of compromising how serious this all is, whether it be from a what's happening to people and their livelihood, you know, depending on your kids and their sophistication level, you don't need to get deep into things like the economy or stuff like that. But it is a good opportunity to talk about things like hygiene and to explain that why everyone's got to stay apart or, or wash their hands and all that. And it's not just to protect yourself, but when everybody does it it's to help everybody else and those are the kinds of messages that are important to keep stressing without joking about it mm-hmm. and i'm a joker and i like to make light of a well, lot of we things we tend to
1: make fun of donald trump a lot in front we make of the fun kids. of
0: donald trump making fun of is okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's always okay
1: yeah but i mean i think even they see that and they might interpreted a different way so you got to be careful with all that I think just talking yeah. amongst ourselves as adults you know we have one kid who is the biggest eavesdropper in the whole entire world and she hears everything we say but even if you mm-hmm. don't have a kid like that your kids hear everything you talk about so be aware about the messages you're sending out there about you know maybe your fear about things or, or the 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 stats or whatever it might be. That's, mm-hmm. that's really important.
0: And, and be aware of the messages they might be seeing when you're not around.
1: Yeah. Right? Well, that's, the th- yeah. Right, cause, Cause
0: they're on, whether they're on computers or yeah. social media or watching TV or whatever. Yeah. We've talked about how much junk is out there and, you mm-hmm. know, some of it's true, but really too scary for them. Yeah. And some of it is just the stuff people want to peddle in public to bring on fear or, or, you know, untrue hope or whatever, you know, like you've got to just. Yeah,
1: But I think there's a lot of great stories as well about people that have stepped up or amazing organizations that are coming together to help. And I think those are the stories that we should be talking about with our kids because that might might get their mind going about what they could do to help. Like we did Mm -hmm. this, you know, I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was like a food drive for Mm -hmm. an organization and the kids got involved. And that was something that was great. Um, but you know, there, there's more that you could do. Um, you know, we put hearts up in our windows, uh, to just give people hope as they're on their daily walks. So little things like that. And as you start seeing positive things online, you know, you get your kids involved in that kind of stuff. Cause that's something that you can do to yeah. be productive.
0: Yeah. And get them involved with your life, too, while you're all here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're doing projects around the house that typically you would just take on yourself, yeah. find ways to get them involved in getting off the couch. And, you know, it's harder than ever to reduce the screen time and all that now, Yeah. Um, especially when you want your own time. But when your own time can be shared with them, and, like, that's the kind of stuff they remember, too, is just helping you with something that's annoying for you is actually going to become a better project and one that they can think about in years about the time, you know, they helped you redecorate the garage or clean out the basement or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not all kids. Some kids will be like,
1: yeah, I'm not that. interested. But
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So there's just a lot going on now and,
1: and we're all okay. getting through
0: it, you know, in our own ways.
1: Yeah. And I think I think you just have to be very forgiving with yourself and with your kids um it's okay to have bad days it's okay that they have more screen time than they normally should it's okay to be frustrated with having to homeschool your kids because mm-hmm. that isn't what you signed up for but this is what as a parent we have to do and there's going to be days where you don't do it and that's fine um but just try to see the silver lining in all of this um, and I think that's just the extra time that we have with our family members. Um, try to make the most of it.
0: Yeah. Turn turn a negative into a positive where you can. Just don't feel like it always needs to be a positive because it won't be. Mm-hmm. And when you can sort of come to terms with that and find the moments to make the most of it, you just really hold on to those. And there's a lot of uncertainty ahead. So the more you're able to plan yourself out and, and start to tell yourself these sorts of things the easier hopefully it'll be. But, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, it's not always going to be easy. It doesn't matter how much you prepare. Every day is thrown a new curveball. So do what you can to just fight through this. Enjoy your family and stay safe, stay healthy, help people. right. just keep saying things.
1: (laughs) And we'll shut up now. So I hope this uh, helps you guys uh, with your kids and with your families. And I hope you guys are all well. And we'll talk next week.
0: We sure will.
1: Bye-bye.